The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. Man, oh man, who would have thought? Okay, th- think about this. The Vancouver Canucks have to get rid of Andre Kuzmenko so that they can keep Dakota Joshua. That is, that is insane. But that may just be the truth. Let's talk about that and another win for your Vancouver Canucks. I think that's win number 30. Yo, we win in the cup, yo. Let's do this. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, okay, another episode of Locked On Canucks coming your way. My name is Kyle Bowen, not with Trevor Bex tonight because he's a family man. And I think he's in Calgary, man. The dude's in Calgary. Unbelievable. It is what it is. But I'm here alongside the people at Locked On. And alongside the people at Don't Doze as well, this show is not possible without the Don't Doze Art Lab. And I'm live from Levi Stadium, okay? Go Pack Go. More on that on another show. Man, oh man, the Vancouver Canucks. Do it again. Another win. This one felt different, okay? 2-1 against Arizona. Kind of boring. I would say the last 45 minutes of the game sucked. But so many storylines. So many storylines. And I think I want to start off positive, okay? Because we could talk about the Kuzmenko thing and go into a dark place, but that's that's lame, man. I, I, I like Kuzmenko. I'm not going to do that right now, okay? Go Canucks, go. JS, you're the guy, okay? Anywho, Dakota Joshua. What a player. What a player. In fact, I got to say this. Is he the answer to fix power play unit number one? Not PP2. Because I could care less about PP2. I'm talking about PP1. Is Dakota Joshua the net front present for your Vancouver Canucks moving forward? Because let's be honest, let's be real. The power play needs to be fixed. Uh, this should th- this game should have been over with a long time ago. I feel as if there's been a couple instances recently where we could have got dubs if our power play was in order, okay? A little bit. Against Columbus, we're feeling this way too, okay? It's just the truth. Dakota Joshua doing his thing, scoring the game-winning goal, 2-1. Niels Hoaglander with the shot. Dakota Joshua, smooth hands. Smooth hands. Better than you think and does the rest. Again, is he on power play unit one next game? Because Andre Kuzmenko isn't. Again, more on that in a couple minutes. Joshua, 12 goals. Joshua, a UFA. Now, I know what you're saying, right? If Dakota Joshua gets on PP1, he's going to score more goals. That ticket is going to get higher, okay? To to keep Dakota Joshua, uh, you're looking at $3 per if he's on power play unit one because you know he's going to bang in some rebounds. That contract is going to inflate. And to that, I say, who cares? Who cares? I want these guys excelling. This version, in the moment, for your Vancouver Canucks matter, man. You want these players exceeding their value. Speaking of which, look at look at this. Jimmy Canuck, a.k.a. Harpoon. Dakota Joshua is going to score 25, okay? 30-plus uh, games left. Joshua getting chance after chance after chance, possibly playing on one of the best 50 lines in hockey right now with Garland and, and Bluger. You best believe he's going to get chances. And I'm saying he's going to get more because he will see power play unit one time very, very soon. Pio Suter is not the answer. 
Not the answer, not needed. Because think about this, right? Dakota Joshua, put him in the front of the net. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, JT Miller at the top, Brock Besser at the bumper spot. Something tells me that is going to work. More on this, again, having to pay Dakota Joshua, having to pay a bunch of UFAs, to be honest, and not being able to do so right now because there is a pecking order to things, right? Uh, Alvin admitted it. Uh, There's no way he can sign all these UFAs, not just because of the money available, but because they haven't signed Patterson yet. They haven't signed Hironic yet. They don't know how this budget is going to look going into next season. Which makes the whole, yo, Patterson, maybe you shouldn't wait the whole season to sign this deal because it's it's holding us back a bit. I know the moment is the moment. But you got to always plan for next year. You got to always plan for the long term. You may not be able to keep Joshua because you don't know the situation with Elias Patterson. That's insane. I, I never thought I'd be spewing out that sentence and bringing a little bit of negativity to it. But hey, Dakota Joshua, a really important player for this team, a guy who gets better and better game in and game out, a guy who listens to the coach, and also a guy that the coach trusts. I mean, we had Harpoon talking about Dakota Joshua scoring 25 goals. Yo, Rick Tockett at the end of last season said the same thing about Dakota Joshua out of nowhere. Told Trevor Beggs he thinks Joshua can score 20 goals. Something else. Let me know in the comments below, okay? How much money is my guy Dakota Joshua getting on the market versus how much money he's going to get with the Vancouver Canucks? Is he willing to take a bit of a discount? You know, because he's a journeyman, and it seems to be that he's found his place in hockey, in the NHL, and it's with Rick Tockett and the Vancouver Canucks. I thought that third line played extremely well the whole game, especially in the second period when the Vancouver Canucks sucked. They looked bored. And they couldn't really gain any momentum after Tyler Myers took two straight penalties to start off that period. Dakota Joshua, the guy. Now, I'm not going to say the sky's the limit, but I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. And, you know, you can say the same for all the UFAs. I mean, that's the one bright side of having a bunch of UFAs on the team, right? Underneath all that superstar talent, right? You have a bunch of guys playing for a new deal, a bunch of guys exceeding expectations because they got it. Uh, they still want to be millionaires. Heck, they probably want to make more millions. And it's easier to do so when you're playing on a good team. Again, these UFAs doing the most. And we got a bunch of them exceeding expectations and ultimately just raising the floor for your Vancouver Canucks, okay? When your superstars aren't doing their thing, aren't at their best, there's still a chance to win hockey games when Thatcher Demko is your goaltender. And the floor is raised. Dakota Joshua, 12 goals, career high. And that's not going to stop. I feel as if he's he's going, really going. His line is going. Connor Garland, another huge game. Not on the score sheet. I don't think the score sheet and Connor Garland are great friends. I mean, if they were and uh, Garland always got his way based on how much he generates, I feel as if this guy would be a 60-point player year in and year out, 65-point player. I feel like this guy should have 35 points this season. I think he's at 21. What a tryhard. All three of those guys, tryhards. Look at Junior. 
He's agreeing with me, okay? Give Joshua all of Kuzmenko's power play time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Who, who else would you put there? I, you know, I, I've been confused the whole time. You look at power play unit number two, right? Lafferty, McKayev, Pia Suter, Philip Ronick, Connor Garland. It, it baffles me that it's what? Game 44? Game 45? What's the math? Somebody tell me. Game 46? What, what's the record? 30, 11, and 3? 44 games, right? We played a lot of games, and Sam Lafferty, Ilya McKayev, getting all the PP2 time in the world, and Dakota Joshua is still on the bench. And look at this scenario. Who, who would have thought this? Uh, somebody left this in the comments uh, today, right? I'm so glad Kyle Bowen is not running this team, okay? If I was running this team, especially way back in September, a lot of things are not happening. Heck, Dakota Joshua, he may have been put on waivers. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm talking about this guy being the net front present presence for the best team in hockey on PP1, which would mean that he would be great five-on-five, five, a pretty good penalty killer for a penalty kill in general that's playing a lot better, and possibly the front man for one of the best power plays in the league. And to touch on that again, yo, don't get me wrong, man. The Vancouver Canucks, I know they scored a goal on the power play today. Elias Pettersson doing his thing. A lot of players can't do what he did today. I know they did that, but they need that power play to get a lot better. Look at this com comment. That voice hot, though. Even my girlfriend doesn't say that, okay? Thank you, though. Look at Matt, okay? Suter on the PP looked better than Kuzmenko. I feel like he generated, like, what, half a chance on a short stint on the power play? And Andre Kuzmenko just, just confused, man. He's lost out there. Unbelievable. Let's go to JS again. Uh, wait till the buzz around the city right before the playoff time and during. It's going to be unreal. We're going to get the cup, baby. Speaking of the buzz, you know, I, I brought this up on the previous episode today, right? Well, we're talking about Patterson a lot. We're talking about the UFAs a lot. We're talking about the pecking order again. Patrick Alvin stating that he can't really sign these UFAs because he doesn't know the budget, right? He, he needs to sign Patterson. Maybe it's easier to sign Patterson. A lot easier when he hears Vancouver be Vancouver, right? Because he's never heard that yet. He's played a lot of games at Rogers Arena, but he's not really played a game like a playoff game at Rogers Arena. Wait till he hears the noise. Wait till he feels that feeling. Wait till they pick up a couple playoff round wins. I know. I'm talking out of my ass. I'm assuming the most, but wait till he hears that. I think that that will make him jump. Jump out of his what? out of his conscious mind and run to a subconscious mind and just grab a pen and sign a deal. Uh, maybe the noise of the city, the feeling of the city has us saving a million dollars per year on that new deal. It's just the truth. Just the truth. Angelo, man, plenty of cap space if you get rid of Kuzmenko and Mikheyev. Yo, and we'll touch on Kuzmenko more on the second half, but uh, again, Maybe it's easier to sign guys like Lafferty, Dakota Joshua, maybe a combo of Dakota Joshua, Ian Cole, maybe a combo of Joshua and Teddy Bluger if you get rid, get rid of Andre Kuzmenko for like a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick. Oh, what's his value at? I hate that I'm saying that, but I, I just don't think this year where the moment matters, this season matters too much, I just don't think Kuzmenko is going to find his game. 
He looks lost out here. He needs a new start. He's a nice guy. Kind of want him to have a new start, too. Uh, we'll talk more about the specifics with Andre Kuzmenko in a couple minutes. But first, got to run an advertisement. Uh, we're going to run through a lot of the comments, too. We're going to be here for quite a bit. Man, oh, man, my name Kyle Bowen. The Vancouver Canucks beat the Arizona Coyotes 2-1, to 30th one of the season. They just keep winning, man. They just keep doing their thing. Their next game on Saturday against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, more on all that in a couple minutes. But first, let's talk about Indeed. You know, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. You, If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data. A matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates later. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employees agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality of matches compared to other job sites, according to a, a, a recent Indeed survey. You know what I love about Indeed is Indeed, like I said, they're fast, okay? And guess what? When I'm in the bedroom, I'm fast too, eh? I'm going for the new world record. Let's go. Uh, Indeed might be a better fast than me. Um, but, you know, with Indeed, you know, listeners of the show. Oh, whoa, whoa I lost my point. Oh, no. Uh, you get Indeed is, is fast, baby. And they can you can join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show, guess what? You will get $75 sponsored job credit Whoa. Uh, to get more of your job's visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, okay, we back here on Lockdown Canucks, talking everything Canucks. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We do this every day because we have to, right? It's the motto. Your team every day at Lockdown. And heck, we tell you this every day too, man. This is the home of the West Coast bias, the Don't Those Art Lab, doing its thing for the city, been doing its thing for the city for a very long time. And only because, once again, we love that West Coast bias. Straight up, man. I love everyone in the lobby right now. Everyone listening to this. Yo, go Canucks, go. We doing it. We doing it this season. It's the truth. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I didn't think I was going to be saying this, but we're going to be doing this because we're going to fix this Andre Kuzmenko situation by getting rid of him. I'm going to a dark place. I know I like the guy. He's a goofy guy. He's fun. He's talented. But this season, where it matters so much, and with the need to bolster the top six and his inability to find his game with the Vancouver connection, Rick Tockett, this it, it's, it's over. It's over. And there's been multiple moments over the last two games where I feel as if he's had chances to shift, to shift the narrative, man. Uh, look at the second period today. Okay. I, everyone's seen it. Now, I'm sure the internet was going nuts. Forward, okay, Kuzmenko, turnover, blatant turnover, dumb pass right to Clayton Keller. It made no sense. He looked delusional in the wrong way. And luckily, the Canucks didn't get hurt from it. That being said, a few seconds later, Kuzmenko rushes in on a two-on-one. And what does he do? Nothing. 
skates over the puck. Fast forward two minutes later, he's on the power play. Has the puck on his stick for a couple of seconds. What happens? Nothing. If you rewind the game to Columbus, he had a chance with Pedersen in overtime. What happens? Nothing. Now, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to happen this season for Andre Kuzmenko. Especially if he's not producing at all. And I think this is the truth. I don't think Jeff Patterson would lie to us. And I think I've got the stat sheet in my mind right over the last couple of days. This dude does not have an assist since, what, the middle of November. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's not good enough for one of the best teams in hockey. They can do a lot better. They have to do a lot better. And now, because Kuzmenko's slacking off, that this may scare the people. The Canucks have a glaring hole in their top six. Uh, they may not need one piece. They may need two pieces. Which is tough to do. Really tough to do. And, and all this time, day after day after day, the, the everydayers know this. Uh, we've been talking about the Canucks needing some top six talent, right? And I think we've always been referring to one player. You know, get a Boone Jenner, get an Adam Henrique. We were talking about Elias Lindholm today, right? And we were hoping that we would only need one piece because Kuzmenko will find his game eventually. But that's not going to happen. Uh, prove me wrong. Please shove it up my rear end, Kuzmenko. Do it. I don't mind. I just don't think it's going to happen. He looks lost. He looks defeated. And... I mean, it's a guarantee that this guy's a healthy scratch going into Saturday's game, right? Unless, unless Rick talking to him, you know, they hit up Amsterdam Cafe, they have a talk, and something magical happens. But I don't think that's the case. Let's get to the comments. Look at this one. This one, I, I thought about this. I'm not going to lie, while watching the game. Angelo, one of the best commenters on the show, okay? Caught Coles in time at Adios Kuzmenko. Do you think there's a chance of that? Four, game, four games left on this homestand. I know Alvin, Rutherford, and company have said it multiple times, right? They don't want to rush Archie Bangs. They don't want to rush Pot Colson. They want to keep marinating them in Abbotsford. But with this glaring hole in the top six, the, the second line in general just been boring game after game after game. Maybe it gets fixed if the lotto line gets split up. I don't want to see that happen yet. I, I want to see them play against Toronto on Saturday. That would be fun. And they would live up to the hype. Does Pot Colson get called up? I, I could see it, actually. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, does that mean Kuzmenko goes on waivers? Oh, man, this is something else, man. This is something else. Look at Matt. Another option is to keep Garland, Bluger, and Joshua together and make that line the power play two unit that rolls over into five on five after the power play ends. Yo, Matt, man, you a smart guy. You a smart guy. But we're talking about the special teams. I don't know if there's anything special about that. That's playing it too safe. Let's get Dakota Joshua in front of the net on power play unit number one. Guy's been doing it in front of the net all season five on five. And I think that PP1, A, deserves a bit of a spark and just some more structure, okay? Uh, don't get me wrong. I like the moving around. But just a little bit of 
just structure, everyone knowing their roles, uh, Besser moving to the bumper. Uh, maybe he can switch over with Miller every now and then. But just having Joshua stay in one place in front of the net, I think would do wonders for this power play. And on that note, I can't be the only one. Yo, Quinn Hughes, go back to shooting the puck more. A lot more. PP1. Got to do its thing. Unreal. Look at this junior, Kuzmenko and Mikheyev and a first-round pick for Jack and Luke. Come on, man. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Dingbat. Lakota Yeshua? I don't know what that means. Dak in front of the net could be incredible. Not going to lie. There you go, Matt. You're joining me on it. It's going to happen. He deserves it. Speaking of deserving it, I got to do it. I know y'all going to hate me for this one. But pay Patterson what he wants ASAP. I know. I know. He doesn't want to sign to the end of the year. But I'm just saying in general, uh, what he did today is another example of like, yo, come on. Give this guy the money. You know, he's just getting started. He's going to get a lot better too. Hence, making Patterson's big-time deal that he's about to sign very, very valuable down the road, okay? That, that contract is going to look cheap three or four years from now. Just the truth. That one-timer, that play in general, beautiful. Beautiful. Junior, Ottawa needs Kuzmenko. Can I bring this up? Y'all might hate me, okay? And I think there's a chance of this. If, I, if I'm right, I know Trevor's not with me. He's the hockey guy. I'm just a cheesehead on the program. I'm pretty sure Vladimir Tarasenko, he, he, he signed a what? A one-year deal, right? One of the last guys to sign in the summer. Would you guys do it? Kuzmenko for Tarasenko. I don't know. I know you're probably not, like, completely fixing the issue, but you get rid of a year off of Kuzmenko, which now is scary. Scary. The fact that Kuzmenko, with Rick Tockett is still getting paid $5 million a year. Dingbat. The Kuzmenko for Tarasenko or Claude Giroux. Dude, I would love Claude Giroux, but something tells me that this guy does not want to go to the West. A veteran, signs in his hometown, happy to be an Ottawa senator, I think. I think. I think he has another year left on his contract, right? He's not UFA. Could the Canucks do that? Yo, they could maybe do that if they get rid of Kuzmenko. I like this. I like this. Which Claude Giroux want to come to Vancouver because he's the perfect guy, the perfect guy to bring in to Vancouver. I got to talk to Ross and Brandon, man. Maybe we should do that. Well, what does that package look like? Do we have the pieces to bring Claude Giroux, a wise guy, a highly skilled player, a cerebral player still, to Vancouver? I love that. How about Kevin, man? Who's, who's Kevin? Never seen you here. Paleas Pedersen, top dollar for sure. Lindholm for Kuzmenko and a first-round pick would be nice. Yo, Calgary, I don't think is doing that. Cal Kuzmenko's value, I'm telling you, man, if there's scouts at the game, Kuzmenko's value is nothing. Nothing. Stale sandwich. I'm telling you, man. Hickory sticks. You, you guys like hickory sticks? I hate hickory sticks, okay? Remember those chips back in the day? Kuzmenko reminds me of hickory sticks right now. Nothing. All sodium. No confidence, man. How do you fix Kuzmenko? Am I being too harsh? I keep bringing up Amsterdam Cafe. And a talk with Tockett. 
Or maybe just a talk with Quinn Hughes and company, you know what I'm saying? Quinn Hughes, Patterson, Miller, take Kuzmenko out. Show him the ropes. He's got to have fun. You know, here's the thing about Kuzmenko, too. I've been, I've been hating on him this whole episode. And, and quite honestly, it kind of hurts my heart. Again, I like the guy. But Kuzmenko cannot excel at the game of hockey without having fun. And that may be the case for a lot of players, but especially with Andre Kuzmenko. He seems like a pretty fluid individual. So once he starts overthinking things slash gets in his own way, he is unplayable. Unplayable. Because what does he bring to the table if he's not contributing? Nothing. Nothing. Junior, Tarasenko is available. Man, oh, man. Okay, you know what? Flood the comments. We're going to run one more break. I want to talk about Nikita Zadorov as well. And more trade proposals? Might as well, man, because I know this team is first place, right? 30-11-3. But if Kuzmenko was not Kuzmenko, boy, oh, boy, does this team need a lot of help. Not just one piece in their top six, two pieces in their top six. That's just the truth, okay? More on that on the other side. But first, Trevor Beggs, man, he has to talk about Jace Medical here on Locked on Canucks. I know we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if Kyle or one of my other buddies got sick or couldn't get it up while a supply chain, a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication or boner pills. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jay's Medical. The Jay's case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to you and you, and it could even happen to you. So go visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. Save some money in 2024, okay? It's never been more, it's never been more important to be prepared than today. Health is wealth, baby. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your first purchase. Yo, 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 we back here on Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. Shout out to the Locked On Podcast Network. Hit the like and subscribe button. If you do enjoy daily conversations about your Vancouver Canucks, man. Man, oh, man. So, so much going on in my mind, okay? 30 wins into the season already, 44 games in total into the season. And here I am thinking that the Vancouver Canucks need to make a lot of moves. A lot of moves because I'm off the Andre Kuzmenko wagon. Can't believe it. Can't believe we've gotten here. Uh, look at this comment from Mr. Dingbat himself, okay? If Ottawa has respect for Claude Giroux, they'll send him to a contender. Surprise, we are one. Uh, here's another thing about Claude Giroux, though. I got to mention this. I, I think Steve Steos did say a couple weeks ago how he, does, he, he wants to acquire more professional players to bring to Ottawa, right? There's still a long-term project. If that's the case, why not keep Giroux? For another year, okay? He's under contract. The Ottawa Senators, they need a lot of help. And it really starts with the culture. And I think he does help with the culture. I know it hasn't really paid off in the moment. But with the new regime and all that jazz, 
it's hard to see Ottawa let go of one of the true pros in their organization, okay? That's just the truth. We got Angelo here talking about Tanner Pearson, bringing him back and moving Niels Hoaglander back into the top six. Uh, yo, Tanner Pearson is not coming back. He hates Vancouver, I think. He hates our medical system for sure over here, okay? Now, moving Niels Hoaglander back into the top six, I thought about that today too, and I mean, they're going to try it. Kuzmenko's not playing on Saturday. Who, who do you think is going to replace him in, in the top six? It's going to be Niels Hoaglander, especially after the game he had today. He was incredible again. You know, Patrick Alvin came out this week and mentioned that, yo, we're not moving Tyler Myers. This season matters too much. Myers playing a lot better, although he did play pretty average today. He also mentioned that he doesn't want to trade Niels Hoaglander, who's been very good this season at 1.1 against the cap, and he's going to be 1.1 against the cap next season. And Niels Hoaglander is definitely a candidate for a player that is going to really improve next season. And I know that's crazy to say because he's already improved so much this season, but I could really see Niels Hoaglander turn into a 60-point player next season. And you know how we talk about Jake Gensel, right? Jake Gensel, that type of player. I see a lot of Niels Hoaglander in Jake Gensel. Did I say that right? Vice versa. You get what I'm saying? Cannot move off of Niels Hoaglander. Now, if they do move him up into the top six, starting ASAP, what happens to the bottom six? Uh, I heard from Rick Taka today that PDG is still a while away from getting back into the lineup, which means Linus Carlson is probably going to play. Or, as mentioned as mentioned before, man, bring up Pot Colson. I think Carlson actually got demoted, right? He got sent back down to Abbotsford while being on this homestand. Right? It's easy to do that. Yo, I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if Pot Colson gets called up tomorrow and plays on Saturday. And that would be something. That would be something. Could he do it? And I'll say, yo, we got to add this to the table too, man. Yo, playing Pot Colson right now, prior to the trade deadline, wouldn't be the wouldn't be the craziest thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Raise that value. Because, again, this team needs a lot of help in the top six. They're going to have to make a couple of moves. Speaking about making moves, we made one earlier in the season, and that involved Nikita Zadorov. Man, oh, man, I don't, I don't think Nikita Zadorov is coming back. A, because I think he wants way too much money, and B, I'm not going to say Nikita Zadorov has been horrible or bad because that's not the case. I just feel like the Canucks don't need... don't need to commit to players who kind of get ahead of themselves. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, uh, to me, he seems like the player that can play a smart game, a simple game, but once he gets really involved in the game physically, starts, you know, making a name for himself uh, within the 60 minutes of that game, he starts flooding his e Like, he starts filling up his ego, which means he's going to start doing a bit too much. And when Kuzmen, uh, when, uh, sorry, when Zadorov tries to do that, mistakes happen. And I think I saw it multiple times today, and I've seen this in the past with him as well. He gets physical, he gets engaged, and then you fast forward to the next couple of shifts, and he's always looking to make a hit. He's always looking to get his body involved in the game when he should just be playing the puck. And when he's thinking about doing the physical thing, he's a little late to playing the puck, slash overthinking things, not doing things right, and next thing you know, there's a turnover. You know what I'm saying? And then we have Matt. Matt turning into one of my favorite commenters. Look at him. 
Look what he says. Adorov and Cole are not priorities to resign, especially Big Z. He's good to have this season, and we can do better. Exactly. We can do better. That being said, I would see this team wanting to keep Ian Cole. I like Ian Cole, okay? I just brought up how Nikita Zadorov sometimes plays with a bit of an ego. He plays like he's somebody he's not. And when he starts doing that, he's making mistakes. Next thing you know, Thatcher Demko has to do something or the puck is in the, in the net. And that's no good. Ian Cole, on the other hand, has no ego at all. Now, if we're doing a combine, Nikita Zadorov probably looks way better than Ian Cole. But in general, Ian Cole is the player that you keep. You probably get him for cheaper, and he's the player that you need. You need simple players on this team. We got Hironic. We got Hughes. Willander is going to be coming in a couple of years. We don't need all that flash. You know what I'm saying? We don't need all that flash. Just the truth. What else? I think that's it, okay? You know what? I think that's it for today. And I've been doing this every day. This is not an insecurity, okay? I'm just saying this in general because I've been hearing some noise out there and I can't stand it, okay? The Vancouver Canucks are 30, 11, and 3, okay? And there's some people out there praying that we get Seattle in the first round, okay? That the Oilers or the Kings are, are, are you know, are not in that position to play, play the Canucks in the first round, right? It'd be so much easier to play the crack and blah, blah, blah. Look, uh, don't put that energy out there. If the Canucks are going to finish first in the Pacific Division, bring on anyone. Bring on anyone. You re remember that feeling back in 2011, 2010, 2012? Bring on anyone. It don't matter. We're the first place team. We've been the most consistent team all season. Bring on anyone. Now I know, I think the Oilers won tonight, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they won tonight against Seattle. Who cares? Who cares if they won 12 straight? Bring it on. Let's turn Connor McDavid into the Dan Marino of the NHL. Bring on anyone. As Raj says, man. My guy, Raj. Doing his thing. Who cares? Don't fill the universe slash our neighborhood out with negativity, okay? Oh, my God, no, the Oilers. I don't want to play the Oilers, man. Be, let's play Seattle. They're down the road. They're down the road. I don't want to play McDavid. Yo, who cares? Pedersen versus McDavid? Do it. I want to see it. JT Miller versus McDavid? I want to see it. I want to see a pissed-off dry sidle doing stupid things, okay? Bring it on. Bring on the Oilers. Nerf Husky, one of the last comments of the day. What's with all the Kuzmenko hate? Yo, Kuzmenko sucks right now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying what I see, yo. And I, this is the first time I've done that all season, but he's not doing anything. And I think that Tockett's given him a long leash here, which, which is what we've asked for. After that turnover, Kuzmenko still got a shift on the power play. He, he still got an opportunity two on one. Didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Matt, solid stream, good game, great team, yo. The stream is only possible because of you and you and you and you and the people at Locked On. And again, the people at the Don't Doze Art Lab, if you don't know, now you know. Don'tdoze.com, check them out. They are doing too much for the city. Uh, the West Coast bias is full in effect at the studios. One love to Don't Doze, doing the most again for the city. We got Matt also saying, love your work, Kyle. Thanks for all the passion this year. You know what, man? Thank you. But send the thank yous. To the Vancouver Canucks, 30, 11, and 3, doing the most, doing whatever it takes, winning in all different ways. The floor is raised. Why did we win today? Dakota Joshua. 
I feel as feel as if we've been saying Dakota Joshua, Teddy Bluger, Connor Garland being big reasons why we won games since October. That's nuts. But again, the floor is raised. Hit the like button. It really helps us a lot. Helps us out a lot. I'm really trying to take my girl out to Cactus Club every Wednesday. You got to be romantic, okay? It is what it is. Uh, my name Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Trevor Beggs is out with his family. Uh, subscribe if you did enjoy the program. Uh, this was another episode of Locked on Canucks. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this or watching this, but hey, we appreciate it. Peace. You're Locked on Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.